There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. Stan, Roe, and Raph all together once again. And it's going to be a special episode of the podcast once again because we've got the new PHX champion, Chino Gito, joining us. I think this is just his second uh, second time guest. Second guest. Second guesting. But yeah. at least may repeat na siya. Yeah, uh, it's way more fun this time around than last time because last time we started off really awkwardly with this guy over here going "fuck you, Chino" <laughs> yeah. within five seconds of recording. Hey, hey, we're friends now. Yeah, and barely. <laughs> it's a start. It's the a start. Friendship was start. tumultuous. It's Plus, we're belatedly celebrating World Whiskey Day, so it's it's a bit more loose on the podcast. But you know, we have to start with something serious because we because we needed a drink today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the words of Childish Gambino, we got to stay woke because we're getting that's why we've got to talk about the whole martial law. Uh, declaration. Yeah, not, not just the declaration, but the conversation has to happen. Mm. Yep. Because a lot of people are up in arms about it. Because, um, at, least from, at least from my point of view, martial law is not just one of those phrases you can throw around. Especially if you are in the position of power to declare it. You can't just go around bandying it as, uh, as something you can get to shut people up. Yeah, let's lay down the facts first before we get into the discussion. As of, First of, as of all, right now, as of right now, 10, yeah. 50, 1044. There's fighting yes. in Marawi City in the Sur. And the problem with the whole martial law thing is it was declared for the whole island, island. of Mindanao. And Tawi Tawi and Yeah, you few part of Mindanao. Yes. Please. Uh, the point is it's like you're you're it's, it's overkill. But it's one city in one province. I would even understand if, if, if the martial law was declared for one province only. But because to declare the whole done. island, the whole administrative region of, you know... Muslim Mindanao. No, that's Aramem. That's a province. Thank you for lowering the general collective IQ of this entire podcast. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Anyway, so... Declaring martial law for the whole pro- for the not province, the whole island of Mindanao is overkill because it is a, a huge island. It's like something happens in Manila and you're gonna declare on a martial law for entire Luzon. What, what what would you know people in the locals have to do with something that happens in Manila? Right? It's it's probably as extreme as oh nakasugat yung pinky finger mo. Chop off your hand, amputate it. Yeah. So it, it's that level of extreme. Yeah, so the thing is, that's why we are afraid of it. Some people are calling, you know, we who believe that, you know, this is overkill and it should not be this way. Yes, there is a time and place for martial law when there is legit military threats. Insurgency. Insurgencies and, you know, terrorist threats, rebellions, stuff like that, invasions. But, you know, to, to justify or try and justify covering a whole larger area 
it's what what stops them, the government, from the president, from declaring it, you know, in the you know over the whole country, and curtailing the rest of our rights over not over not nothing, but uh, something that's contained within one city, far away from us. Because you have to understand that when martial law is declared, certain rights are suspended. Like the writ of habeas, habeas corpus, corpus for one is suspended, right? So the privilege of the writ of habeas corpus is suspended. Yeah, uh, not the writ itself. Um. So. Yeah, uh, thank you. I, obviously, I didn't go to law school. Um, but uh, it, it goes without saying that people take for granted uh, certain liberties that we experience. Yes. And w- um, you don't realize that you may be cheering for this for now. But, but when, when it happens to you... You're screwed. Uh, and in that case, all I'll be able to say is, Ginusto hmm. Um And this is really no laughing matter. It's no, it's, it's no joking matter. Um, I've seen people comment on social media now. There is a reason why martial law is included as a provision in the 1987 Constitution. There is. There is. Better to, first of all, you know, covering entire Mindanao is pretty much abusing it. We didn't have their safeguards to stop it, but at this point, we don't also trust the right people to enact these safeguards. Here's the thing about uh, about the trust and about um, the people who are enacting martial law as a safeguard. People... Uh, people like us, let's just say it frankly, people like us who are up in arms about it, wouldn't be so doubtful about it if uh, the president wasn't so flip-floppy on issues. Uh, the, the reason why um, I personally am pretty, uh, pretty upset about it is because you never know uh, what the decision could be by tomorrow. Or, you know, um, and it's totally within the realm of possibility given the president that he set. So you can't fault someone like me for uh, assuming these things because it's been established in the past Now there is a capability to go this far. And if you don't think it's going to happen, you're either stupid or you're lying to yourself. Because hmm. he's taken the, the martial law discussion, this whole discourse on the issue itself so lightly. It's like he just throws it around. It's like, yeah. I think some people can say, we just want to see some action. Oh, there's a terrorist threat. and you know, he's, he's doing something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he flew martial back to law, Russia. violence. Yes, we are doing something about the terrorists. But wait, bro. This is a wrestling podcast. I didn't come here to listen to your political thoughts. No. People Too are bad. dying in... Wait, wait. People are dying in Marawi. I don't want to hear you getting all political and being a Dilawan about this. <laughs> this is where you're wrong because this is exactly the time to talk about politics. Uh-huh. This is the time to get political uh-huh. regardless of your color, regardless if you classify yourself as a Dilawan, a DDS, a neutral, whatever the fuck you consider yourself as. This is the time to have that conversation because if you don't have that conversation then you forever silence yourself and you you, uh, you you keep yourself within that very uh narrow train of thought if and if you shut this podcast down now because of the things we open it with i just hope personally that should things ever go to shit and knock on wood that it doesn't pretty shitty. uh i just hope that nothing bad happens to you and yours because you know you don't anything, wish that on anyone at, in times like that Anyone can be a suspect, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, um, the things that we read in books, novels, all of that, that shit's real. And anyone who says that that is revisionist history is clearly lying. Uh, these are the people who are spreading alternative facts. If you need something to you know, convince you and make it real, talk to somebody who lived through martial law. Read the Kadasitenta. Read this shit, uh, because this is really part of our history. And, um, you know... Um, History, if, if, you, if you repeat it again, like the wrong kind of history, then that says a lot about the people who allow it to happen. So don't be one of those people who allow it to happen. Yeah, and we can't change the timeline. Yeah, can't be Barry Allen. And even if we could, it's, it's just going to fuck things up even more. 
None of us want to be trapped in a Speed Force prison. Forever. Forever. Anyway, uh, that I guess that covers it. Uh, that, that covers our, our discussion on current events. Um, it, it is pretty heavy. So let, let's get back to what the podcast is really about, which is wrestling. But since we no, are, the podcast is now about Jinder Mahal, <laughs> which is actually a good combination of wrestling and politics now that we oh, think about it. Oh, God. So first off, I love the move. I'm happy. Jinder Mahal, your WWE champion. Yeah. Welcome to wrestling. No, no, this is taking 2017 wrestling to new heights of, wow, I didn't think we could go there, but we just went there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm happy in a good way. In a good way. I'm happy because um, now it seems after SmackDown this week, it seems that we are going all in with this. He didn't get Christian. Yeah, he did not get Christian. So I guess that's that, that, that a question good sign. Good sign. of whether they did the swerve for the sake of, of a swerve. And the it super- really it looks like we are penetrating India at this point. Yeah, because India number one. <laughs> India number one. <laughs> The beautiful thing about all of this is, just last year, Jinder Mahal wasn't even in WWE. Yeah, six months ago. Six months ago. Yeah, 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 that's right. And now he is the champion, and uh, there are a lot of reactions. A lot of them good. A lot of them bad. So let's try to unpack this. First off, here's why I feel good about this. I love the move because it's unconventional, and because. I didn't think they were actually going to go all in. And then they doubled down on it with Hope Punjabi celebration. Oh, yeah. And they earned Super everything. Late. That's a good part. Yes. Of it. They earned everything. Uh, even if you can say that it, it, it happened like o- over the course of a, a month's time, around that time. It's still a bill. It's still a bill. They earned it. It's, it wasn't an end. Yes, it's relatively quick. You know, from jobber to WWE champion. But... Uh, it doesn't completely out of nowhere. I mean, how does that not happen in your video games, right? True. I mean, you play season mode and on, on SmackDown, and it happens. So if that can happen there, given you know a proper story, why couldn't it happen here? Video game booking. Yeah. Um, one of the things I like best about it and is playing season mode. No, well, yeah. Aside from that, is you know, um, if there's any uh, been any point about SmackDown being the land of, of opportunity, Jinder Mahal properly embodies that now. True. He is he is the embodiment of SmackDown being the land of opportunity. And um, for the people who are hating on Jinder for being WWE champion, let's try to unpack this. You know? People are hating him because he was a jobber. And now he is one of only 50 individuals who've ever held the WWE championship. True. So oh, I buy it now. Like after you know one month and you know after the addition of the Sings, uh, a total Pretty much a total makeover of the gender presentation. <laughs> I buy the fact that he is a main eventer. And not just because I want to buy the fact that he's a main eventer. It's because they have put in the right amount of effort, the right amount of care into overhauling Jinder Mahal as someone to be watched out for in the main event. Yeah, they, they, did, they, did, they did everything as right as it could be. They, they, they put him against guys like AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Uh, they made him win the, the championship yeah, match. Bench. The I mean, contender match. The, the contender, contender match, match for one. The right way he could have won it, like by by using lackeys. <laughs> and if he won clean, that would have been a bigger issue, right? Yeah, he's he's healing it up the right way that heels are supposed to get it done, and he's transformed himself from this quote unquote jobber to now being the Maharaja. And I like the it. funny thing is he isn't even a total heel. Yeah, he talks about diversity and he talks about he being talks the about victim things. of discrimination. Yeah. Clearly, Vince McMahon is a guy who. Hmm. thinks this is a bad thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember Bret Hart being uh, a heel in uh, a heel in the U.S. but a face, face in, in Canada. Canada yeah. This is basically what's happening to Jinder right now. He's a face 
anywhere outside the United States. Yeah, probably be a face in Canada because he's Canadian. And uh, for sure he's a face in India. And any, anywhere in the world where you value diversity, he should probably be a poster boy. Yeah. But he's a heel in white America because clearly America still... White works. America. But we will be honest here that uh, Jinder Mahal isn't the best wrestler at all. He's know? not the best talker either. Not the best talker, but as long as you have political will, <laughs> if you have the backing, the, the commitment by the creative team, the effort, the hard work to, to making sure that this gender experiment you know, has, out. has all the things it needs, then that, there you go. That's what you need. One more thing that I have to mention about the gender hate is he doesn't seem to be deserving because of the way he is. Or If you're mad about him be, uh, being champion because he's Indian or because he looks that way, one, that makes you racist. Two, that makes you a bigot. Uh, second, if you're mad because he used to be a jobber, then clearly you don't believe in SmackDown being a lot of opportunity after all. You'd rather see Raw. Third, if you are mad that uh, that he's champion despite his history, then that means that he still elicits hate from you. And as a heel, that's all he really needs. Ask Chino Ginto. Jin is pretty much job. doing his job, and at the end of the day, he and WWE still win. Yeah, that's true. On so many levels. And pretty much you got work. Yeah. yeah. So... I, I don't know what else to say, uh, how, how to, you know, pretty much dissect this. But then again, I kind of don't want to turn people away from the hate because he is a heel. And Jinder does need to be hated despite the fact that he preaches diversity. Yeah. yeah. All very weird. Anyway, um, I, I guess that's that for the gender talk. One of the other big things that happened in wrestling this week was the main event of NXT TakeOver Chicago. Make no was bones not, about it. Was not the NXT Championship match, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that ladder match was really, really good. But what happened after the match was what uh, put the final nail on the coffin. Oh. Uh, okay, before man. you get all speech, let's, let's actually talk about this let's, comment. Let's because start, we, have start, no, let's start, let's we have words. We have words about this. So Tommaso Ciampa turns on, on Johnny Gargano. Was there enough. any other turn, though, that hurt more than the Ciampa heel turn? Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen hurt a lot. But that was, you know, Shield. Really, though, because... Okay, it, it shield, shocked me. It more. didn't hurt me. I don't, I don't mean, I don't it hurt me. Yeah, it hurt me. Like, why Seth? Why? Why? Why, 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 why did it have to be you? Why did it have to be... You had so much momentum, damn it. You had two more years of this. In the greater course of history, though, when you look back on the biggest heel turns of all time, Okay. Is the shield heel turn devalued because of the way they did it and how no. they pulled the trigger no. on it quickly? No. no. You would devalue their, their singles careers, but not the... Not the moment. Not the moment. All right. So let's talk about the moment then. Uh, Champa turning on Gargano. Obviously, this is going to lead to a very long feud or to a, to a decently... Blood feud. feud. This yeah. is going to be blood feud. Between two of the better wrestlers on NXT. You know, it, it, it was that, ano eh, na-mislead na naman tayo ng, ano eh, ng NXT TakeOver signage. Yeah, the graphic. The graphic came out again, and you're like, Fuck okay, it. we got played again. I didn't get worried, got though. Got played again. Because man. I saw the show on delay, so like, yeah, I knew oh, there was you know, you, you still knew. another six minutes uh, oh, of, of to me though, To me, it didn't need that move. It didn't need the fake out. Uh, it didn't need the main event spot. They just did it so that 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 will be the lasting image yes, on, on uh-huh. fans' minds. But and that's me, the thing that which they I think was still a good call. It's good it was call, a good call, call, but good it, call. it it wasn't necessary. It wasn't as necessary as you think. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was a big moment for sure. I guess the plus point is that 
they emphasize this big moment because, you know, people are still much more invested in DIY, DIY than Rudetami. Yeah. And Rudetami only really had like a month of build-up, maybe even sure. less. Whereas the DIY AOP story had been going on, had been going on for quite a while and the DIY, DIY as a team had been together since 2015. So and, you've been, and you've been rooting for these guys for a long time. Yeah, They're, you had their real-life friendship, you had their antics on social media, you had the Cruiserweight Classic story. You had all of these things built in and leading up to that crescendo. And that's why I think it still merited that it main hurts, event spot. Man. It but it didn't need a fake-out. It didn't mean everything. Yeah. It was just a, I, it was, I guess it's one thing NXT does good well. You, that you, fake out. Yeah, that, that fake out. We, we've, now been, we've, you, been, we've been punked twice. Yeah, if, if that happens we've a third time, twice. diminishing returns. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> You're using no, but, my but, but it's been, theory. It's, it's been a long time since they pulled this card. Yeah, yes. But uh, at this point, NXT TakeOver, big big match with friends. At this point, the next time, you know, exactly. Well, we well did that a lot of times before. They've done it twice. Don't, don't trust that copyright thing. <laughs> don't trust the copyright. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to see Ciampa and Gargano eventually work their way into the NXT Championship picture. I like, think even I, with the blood feud going on. Okamas, being the ROH and Generico expert, do you think that these two have the potential, the potential to, be that? to be as bloody as St. Owens? You've you've seen Champa's work outside. No, I mean young history and that. Do you um, think, it, do you think mm. they, their rivalry becomes as iconic as? I don't think as iconic, just because they. I don't think they're gonna transcend brands. Like, say for example, they move over to Raw and SmackDown. I don't think it goes that far. it's not the. It's not gonna be this. This generation's fight forever. Interesting, because it should be. It no, it can be. It can be, but I don't see it as the blood feud. For this generation of NXT. I see it as one of the iconic feuds of this batch. But I don't see it... I, I see this resolving itself in, say, two years. And never... And never be, having never never having, to be, again. having to be a major issue again. So it's like Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Yes. More. It's, more, it's more Triple H, Shawn Michaels than it is Steam generic. Okay. When you look at these two guys, and, and uh, I, I was thinking about this, like, with those six minutes left on Jung, uh, Jung running time uh, on uh, yeah. TakeOver... I, I was expecting one of them to turn on the other. Ciampa was the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. But how believable would it be if Johnny turned on, on no. Ciampa? No, no, no. Johnny's, Johnny is face gold. Has Johnny ever played heel? Yes. Yes. In a vault. Where uh, he was champion for so long. Mm-hmm. Is he a believable heel? He, he was a... He's a okay. He was a yeah. heel. Uh, mayabang. Um, Cocky as Obnoxious. But he, he works really well as a baby face. Yeah. He is no. He is. I think one of the best baby faces on NXT. Oh yeah, right that's true. Now. That's true. It no, helps like Guapo right? He's, yeah. he's just, literally a baby face. Not just that. The way he okay, his selling technique is head and shoulders above well, a lot of other guys. What do you know about selling technique? No, I don't know jack shit about that in the ring, but exactly. I know about watching it. That doesn't make sense. No, I can anyway. Executing versus observing. Okay. Okay. Hello. Go back to bootcamp camps. Anyway, yeah, uh, best baby, one of the best better baby faces uh, could have been, you know, the top baby face on NXT if it weren't for Roderick Strong. That's another story. That's another story. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you want to get into that really quickly? No, though, like, no. Uh, the no, other that's, matches. That's, that's, really, not, yeah. that's not. That's right. not. Because NXT I mean, takeover. Watch, watch it. Watch it. Watch the whole thing. It's yeah, still very good. That is that is our going into it. Watch yeah. the whole thing. Watch the whole damn yeah. thing. It's so good. It's only two hours, really, and yeah. um, it's not a major investment. I'm looking forward to tomorrow's NXT because I want to see the Alistair Black match. Oof. That's the one I'm really excited about. Oof. You know what happened? 
I forgot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, Alistair Black is in action. I just want to see. All right, fine. I want to see him kick someone's head off. You want to see? You want to see him now? Okay. Okay. Are you asserting ascendancy over having watched his work as Tommy End? Not much. Do you really think that makes me feel horrible? No, it doesn't. doesn't I don't give a shit. You don't. You really don't. End of conversation. Anyway, uh, we've got a lot to talk about with Chino Ginto. He talks about how he won the PHX Championship, all his thoughts about it, talks about his career, having started out as enhancement talent, to heal, to... His first boot camp gimmick. Guy wearing three polos. Yeah, to a guy that people cheer and that he still tries to make them boo, to finally turning face and everything in between. He's also one of the more eloquent uh, guests we've had on the podcast. And there's a reason for it. It's a fucking backhanded compliment to everyone else. No, not really. It's it, it it's it's supposed to be a compliment to the guest himself because I love the way yeah, he's it is able back, to articulate backhanded everyone else. Oh, that's you. That, it, must have been, it, it really depends on how you look at it, and so that's you, mean, you being a pessimist. You mean that Sandata as a guest can't talk? He's not eloquent enough. That's you putting words in my mouth, Cam. Uh, so shut was, up. That was him putting words in his mouth. I just I just pointed out the implications. Okay. Shut up, Camus. Anyway, uh, so that's it's what, it's, what, it's a oh, fun you interview. Didn't get to say that. Oh yeah, you didn't get to to say that the whole interview, I forgot. Anyway, uh, it's a fun interview with Chino Ginto. We go a little (laughs) less than an hour, so you're bound to enjoy uh, as as much Chino as you can. And this is, of course, one of our uh, leader points as we march towards PWR Live Rest back this Sunday, May 28th. We'll tell you more about that right after the Chino interview as we give you our picks of the week. So now here's our interview with your PHX champion, Chino Ginto. All right, we've got our special guest for this week on the podcast, fresh off of his championship win at Revolution X, the new Philippine Hybrid X champion, the Golden Boy, Chino Ginto. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, what's up? Hey, Camus, what's up? On-air handshake. On air they won't hear this. Yeah, no, that's no, right, no. that's right, on-air on air handshake. They will hear the, the small movements of the air. They will hear as the... You, as your hands go up and down. The, the damp feeling of the cool, hands. We cool, we cool yeah. now? We cool. Why, cheers, yeah, why cheers, cheers. What are you doing? Cheers. 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 You had two bottles of whiskey, and you did not clink them. Camus logic, man. At its finest once again. Alright, so we... He's not actually that fresh. Off the week, it's been like three yeah. weeks. It's been three weeks. Yeah, fine. It's been it's been three weeks, but still, you know, um, it, we, is, we don't is. do this a whole lot. Like when the champion wins right away, we don't always have them on the podcast. I got the guy. So oh, this is a rarity. So Chino, thank you for making time for us. No, thank you very much for inviting me. It's been I think a year. Sorry, uh, no, this is Jeff Covet. Same time. Jeff Sorry, Paul. Yeah, um, uh, we've been actually wanting to do this for quite some time. You know, you've always been one of the more interesting members of the PWR roster. So, I guess before we uh, before we unpack all of that, we got to ask you uh, first: What's going through your head now that you're a champion? You've been holding that title for about three weeks. Uh, how's, how are, how have things been with you? Um, well, I think when, when people ask me about being you know being the PHX champion, um, I, I, I'm gonna say what I, I told Poch. Uh, I don't know how to address it. Um, you know how you've been chasing something for, for almost half a year. Then when you finally get it, you, you don't know what to do with it. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy. I'm 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 finally gotten the justice that I've deserved. Um, and you know, I'm looking forward to representing this division in, in PWR. What? But 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 elephant in the room. <laughs> You know what it is? Mm. That's Camus. So, well, yeah. no, that, <laughs> true, true. True. Other true. elephant in the room. 
Uh, somebody stole or you know, okay, got your title in tribute. As absconded. Tribute. Absconded. <laughs> absconded. You gave it to him. Yeah. Technically, you let him walk away with it. You didn't go after him. So that's not really absconding because you could have done everything in your power to stop it. Uh, but he was tired. He just wrestled one of. Wait, wait, lad, let Chino speak, Camus. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Canvas want to speak for me? I'm no, no, no. I'm just... I'm try, just try. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But I'm going to cut I you can't. off. It's like I got fired from the ring announcement town. No, yeah. Um, well, 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 James, um, I'm not sure... I'm not sure how to address um, how First, James... So we're, we're calling him James now. No, I'm calling him James. I used to call him Idol. No! <laughs> Love with the capital L U H with the spaces in between. <laughs> the spaces between it's luck. Yeah, well, well, James. James, you know he has this knack for for wanting his hands on everything that is well, just everything actually. Um, he he did that when we were together with with Mister Four B himself, um, with the machine, with now with A B Three. When something's fun or when, when something's cool, he wants a piece of it. Um, I think everyone wanted a piece of 4B. Uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> want a piece of that. Um, <laughs> any, anything but that. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I got the belt back. Um, he he wanted to, ex- to, to show how much he's a boss around here, you know. Um, and I think it's been, it's been a long time where... Uh, he has been bossing us around. Uh, I, I respect him, James. I respect James a lot. It's just um, there's sometimes when you have to put your your foot down um, and you know draw the line. All right. Now, now we're, we're you're at a point in your in your career where everyone has pretty much showed admiration for you. Uh, you appear at shows, people go nuts. Uh, the pops are always loud. You have fans. Yeah, literal, literal fans and actual fans <laughs> who are people who like you. As a character, and wave your fans, yeah. and, and wave your yeah, fans. I mean, I mean, they made they made their own fans. Yeah, before you made fans. They Thomas, made fans. thank you. Take it out, wait. You you made the second batch of fans. I, yes, the recent batch. I did not make the second. Batch. I did not. What? <laughs> That's news to me. So who yeah. made the fans? Same guys who made the first batch. I <gasps> oh. ah, endorse for them. Yeah, I endorse for them. Well, if, if they wanted to do it so much, then hey, why not? I want to talk about uh, the fans, like the people who are fans of yours. Because, you know, when you started out in PWR, you weren't a fan favorite. You were trying to heal it up. And uh, for a while, people did boo you. Oh, yeah. Uh, People hated you. And for some reason, uh, between when you debuted and where you are today, people just started getting behind you. So can you talk about how that was and how... um, What went through your mind as a performer when you were going through that transition in your career? Uh, well, um, I, I wasn't exactly like the good guy everyone put me out to be. Um, I loved getting those those fuck you Chino chants. Um, it, it, it's been it, a while. It's been a while since we've heard one though. Yeah, but um, but I loved hearing them. It's only because you know the main point of everything is I, I wanted to make an impact. Like the moment I stepped out of that curtain. I wanted to have an impact for for people who are who are watching, who maybe casuals or like real fans of PWR. But um, for the longest time, when I hear the booze and I hear Chino sucks, or fuck you, Chino, ah, I relish that. Like you're teasing me about my polo shirts. <laughs> Please do. Um, but it's really about generating um, 
these reactions that you know um, that what made that's what makes it fun for me, exciting for me. Um, I'm just not sure why all of a sudden these guys, um, you know, bit by bit, uh, person by person, row by row, they started you know um, jumping in the bandwagon. Um, even if even if like I, I scream right in their face or like I I I don't know I I reject all the cheers but. It feels bad um, to to answer your question, Stan. Um, I feel bad when when I take on say Chris Panzer and 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 Ralph and Mubayashi or, or all those um, top faces that we have. Um, I feel bad when when I step out of the curtain and they get booed and hey 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 guys, I should be the one booed here, not not them. So you're taking you're taking full responsibility for Ralph and Mubayashi right now. Um, yes, partial. You know what? That, that guy is that, that guy's nuts. So I don't know. He has a screw loose from all the strong styles he's been doing. I think since 2015, uh, he's been doing it. Um, but but I'm, 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 I'd like to take a bit of you know credit for that. Well, <laughs> no, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, but yeah, um, it, it it has been a whirlwind whirlwind journey um, from fuck you Chino to Olay Chance. Um, but but I appreciate it because at the end of the day, you know, people rally behind you or, or hate you it, it's a good thing uh, I'd rather have that than a, a room full of crickets well, I have a theory man, as to why I mean it's easy to understand man, why you've been cheered by the fact why there's a bandwagon to begin with it's because uh, it's clear to see I think that you are one of the also, also one of the more hard working members wrestlers on the roster and even if uh, you're not supposed to do certain things or people don't expect you to do certain things uh, you still do them, and people appreciate your effort in doing so. Because hey, here is a guy who is actually wrestling his ass off. It can be said, like, you know, a uh, certain few members of the roster. You're literally resting your ass off. Well, not literally, but, but you, you know you, You're a workhorse. Figuratively speaking. You're a workhorse, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, well there's three. three two, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the whiskey's yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> well, the theory is correct, I guess. Um, I, I somehow believe in that. Uh, because at the end of the day, like I said, uh, I just want to generate reactions from everyone and anyone who's in the room. Um, I guess that's one thing that I, I've been trying to, to instill um, in how I deal with things. It's always make an impact. Um, of course, controlled. Uh, if I wanted to be negative, I controlled it. But... Um, as much as possible, uh, you know, the company motto, right? Putting smiles in people's faces or, you know, jeers in their cheers. Uh, but yeah. We're not busy, man. Yeah. That sounds like the Walt Disney. Yeah, actually McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. Very McDonald's. But well, Triple H has been saying that a lot as well. We're not WWE. Yeah, we're not. We're PWR and Chino Gita here at the SGB podcast. But yeah. <laughs> let's let's backtrack a bit. Yeah. Um, you mentioned ah, the polo ah. shirts uh, and how you know these. Uh, you in initially wore <coughs> one on top of the other. Three, 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 yeah, three, yeah, three. All three shirts on top of one another just to generate this heat. But um, last week on the live podcast, see uh, Red mentioned that. Um, these were all your ideas. Yeah. Like everything uh, to the little details of the Chino sure. Ginto character all came from you. So where did that come from? How did you put them all together to come up with uh, this, this Chino Ginto character? Um, when I was starting out, uh, I, think, I think Red mentioned that last week where 
I was related out to be someone else. Mm. Um, something else. Something else. else altogether. Um, altogether. <laughs> Somebody uh, missed the arrow reference. Um, but <laughs> flew over his head though. Cheers, Sam. Cheers, Yeah, but um, I all I didn't want to come out and you know be be like the 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 typical arrogant, uh, cocky, confident. Um, guy who hates everyone else and thinks he's the best. Um, I think during the time when they were contemplating on putting me, on debuting my character, there were like a bunch of people already doing the same shtick. Um, so, what, can, can we talk about the old character? I, I just want to highlight it. We've pulled back the curtain a lot yeah, in the yeah, past few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might I'm, as well. I'm sure I know. I would be peaking already. Because <laughs> you know, Carlos and I have been in boot camp for first for far too long, and we remember the very first promo class. Yes, we do. Yes, promo I, I, I remember. I remember oh. that one. I remember that one. You you actually debuted a slightly different but still similar character. Yeah, I just wanted to. You know, say, I forget his name. I forget say, his name. No, I, I remember his name. Okay, it was also actually pretty cliche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yes. He called himself. Oh, I remember now. Yes, remember. Yeah. franchise player Joey Ayala. <laughs> it's Johnny. Johnny, 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 Johnny. Johnny. Right. Joey's Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joey Ayala is a singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the franchise. Thank you for clearing that up because I was always, I was always remembering it as Joey. And I, you really named yourself after the singer, <laughs> Johnny, Ayala. Johnny Ayala. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I uh, know. Like, if you ran that gimmick as is, it would have been okay. Uh, but, but I, I, I would have bought it. I would have bought into it all the same. But Chino's nicer. Yeah. So tell us about Johnny Ayala. Like, who is that? Who is that persona? Who is that? To be? Uh, <laughs> the truth is, um, when I was starting out in boot camp, it was really more about working on on my physical skills, um, uh, really jumping into all the technical stuff. Oh um, yeah. I showed up one time in class. I think I was gone for like a few weeks, and guess what? Surprise! Promo class. We are in promo class, and and everyone's everyone came ready with a with a gimmick in mind, a character in mind, and I was like, well, damn. Um, I don't know how to approach it. Um, I didn't know how to approach um, um, this class. Um, so what I did was I I thought of who was the most. Um, influential uh, wrestler I had in mind back then, Chris Jericho. Um, wanted to infuse a bit of, say, um, more of a ma'angas type of guy. Um, I think I kind of gave up that vibe. Um, so I was thinking, thinking, you know, what's the most cliche name that I can think of? <laughs> oh, from Ayala Alabang. Guess what? I'm now Johnny Ayala. Johnny, because I couldn't think of an, another name. So it's the franchise Johnny Ayala. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was faced off with I think during the promo class with with Bakunawa, the Joker. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I did well. I, did, I, I think I did pretty well. Now by, by, by default. <laughs> by default. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine all the material I could work with. Bakunawa, the Joker was the Nexus Batch three. Yeah. Which is not to be confused with the upcoming film, Bakunawa. Yeah, you should catch that. You should catch that when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, isn't it a thesis film? Yeah, but it's also it's, it's, it's still a film. It's, it's going to end up on YouTube eventually. Yeah, I mean, like, I, would, I would like to know how we can catch this movie. For real. Maybe the Joker will be there. 
Sam, do you know? <laughs> I actually don't know, but uh, I did do a cameo yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So I thought you would know. I wasn't informed. <laughs> I was just told what to do, uh, where to show up. Anyway, anyway it's not, it's anyway, not about anyway. the film. Uh, yeah, let, let's bring it back to uh, the, that promo class yeah. with Bakuna with the Joker. So you do that promo class, and who is the character supposed to be like? Uh, what is the franchise supposed to be about? <laughs> um, some athletic... Uh, well, rich guy. Rich guy. Tons of awards. You know, th- things like that. Just bragging about what he can do for for everything that he touches turns to gold. So, so really Fortune AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, 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 pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. Um, or like, or like early undisputed champion Y two J, Y two J. But um, don't get me wrong, Johnny Ayala was also the inspiration behind Chino Ginto. Yeah, yeah. No, I, remember, because I remember. I remember the gold line. I remember the yeah. gold line. Um, the Midas touch. The Mi- <laughs> no, that didn't come from me. Oh, that wasn't you. That came from someone else. Oh, oh, uh, it came oh. from something else. <laughs> Yeah. If, if, that was, if that was an impromptu character creation, yeah, still miles better than what he did. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Let's not talk about that. Let's save that. Let's yeah, save that. sure. Let's move on. <laughs> so, how did you? How, how were you able to transition from the franchise to the Golden Boy? Um. Well, I mentioned I was just working on on my my in ring skills, mm-hmm. um, everything else. So when I got the call. To you know, to be uh, an enhancement talent. Um, <laughs> I think that was the last MCI show, right? The last? No, no, that was the first ever I Academy show. Oh yeah, um, yeah. November a, 2015. Yeah, I was the first one who bumped in that ring. Yeah, the was, <laughs> No, no, it's true though. It's true though. I was though. jobbing for for the machine. Um, he has so that claim to fame. After a few, after a few um, shows, I think, or maybe before the next show. Um, Creative set me aside. The booking team set me aside. Spoke to me about you know becoming a heater for for the network. Um, it's funny because um, these guys came out as heels and and they were thinking of me as a savior to 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 turn that around. Um, so that's where I think the polos came into play. Mm-hmm. So they're getting cheered, right? Yeah, the, the, the tacky shades came into play. Um, everything else with the swag. Um, up the to pop colors. yeah, the pop colors. Um, but but the quick story behind it. Um, I come out in my entrance gear, all flashy, all, all um, out of out of out of really. Uh, I, the, the word escapes me, but um, so I'm a wild. Um, but when I get into the ring, take off my polos. You would notice I'm just really wearing all black gear, yeah. uh, white white tape, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a wrestler. So very shibata of you. Oh yeah, I'm gonna headbutt you later on. Um, but yeah, uh, that that's how I approached it. Um, that's how I think of my character in the in like in each in each um, level of how I, I I interact with the crowd when I get in the ring when I step out of the ring. Um, and it's not just all me. Um, I have a I have my own stylist actually, <laughs> and, yeah, and the people I consult with regarding my character. But a lot of it is really um, close to heart, I guess you could mm. say. So, how much of Chino Ginto is is you, like the real person behind the character? Ooh, that's scary. That's a scary question. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, because we, you're week, not wearing three polos today. Week, week by week, I question myself. <laughs> uh, am I being consumed by the character? Yeah, like existential crisis, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, why are you going all Black Swan? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but the Chino Ginto character really is um, a lot of a lot of me. Um, uh, I think I, I derived it a lot from from. 
uh, great wrestlers in the past who've been saying to just crank yourself up your personality to 10. Uh, 11, even. 11, yeah. even. Um, or just, you know, let let things loose. Things that suppress you. Um, like, oh, you should be saying this. Oh, I, should, I shouldn't be walking like this. I shouldn't wear this. But... Um, we, we, we are in the in the business of entertainment, so and and generate. <laughs> don't try this at home. So I one time I wore three shirts. So don't, don't try this. Mainit pa, mainit pa. Yeah. Actually, pop collar. Okay, wear three shirts, but not three pop collar. No, no, no. Because I wanted to promote the shirt, uh, so I had the last shirt underneath. I never got the reaction I wanted, but uh, <laughs> was hot. Speaking of reactions, um, so you come out with the network initially as a as a heel, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you you try your best to get the heel reactions, and for the first part you succeed. And um, I, I want to know at what point you started to notice now people were starting to get behind you. Hmm. Um, I think it was during the feud I had with Sandata where where I noticed that a lot of of of. Well, I, th- I think the crowd weren't booing anyone, you know. Like both these guys came at once. Yeah, yeah, we got both. Yeah, we got we got fight for everyone. Um, but I think you got all the indie tastic chats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but then we'll get tired. But actually, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, I started noticing that during the Sandato matches uh, that I wasn't get, getting the the boos. At first, I thought it was my shorts. Uh, or it was some data shorts, pala, um, oh, no. and and everything else. But um, that's when I, I started, you know, started to hate the crowd a bit more. Um, try try to be more aggressive, but you know, each show it just hasn't been working. Um, even if I scream myself, yeah, you're part of the bandwagon, especially but, that one section. Uh, you know what? Gradually, it wasn't just them. Um, it wasn't, I yeah, admit it. Was. But it started... Like, there was some part of the crowd that would say, Oh, let's go, Chino! I'm like, oh, get on the bandwagon. Sure! I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay! <laughs> Wouldn't you be start booing me? But, yeah. Um, and it, it just snowballed from there. Uh, feel bad, like, during times when, when, when the room is, is, is chanting, like, the Ole Chino chants. Mm. Um, but, you know, it warms the heart. But at the end of the day, the objective then, at least at then, the it's like, man... <laughs> What's the stupidest reaction you've gotten? Like, parang kanina exchange na parang what the fuck? Uh, hmm, interesting. Um, uh, okay, uh, there was one time. Uh, I think it was a good heel heat for me. Um, the BF show. Um, uh, my first match with Sandata, but it wasn't during that match. It was during the tag match of the network against the Trabajadores. Mm-hmm. Um, Machine and I were ringside, um, and there was this rowdy group of guys, I guess, who you know wanted to be part of the fun. So they've been they've been screaming at our faces, and we're like, and, and we're just you know working them the whole um, match, the whole the whole match, yeah. Um, some guys got really worked up on it, um, but there was this guy who was just screaming, "Oh, you have a small dick, you have a small dick." I'm like. Okay, then I rubbed my dick on his on his leg, and like you like that, you like that. <laughs> so, you, want, you want small dicks, huh? And I rubbed it up him. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I don't know why. I did that. <laughs> yeah, but but you see, like more of more of the gist of the, you know having yeah. fun with it. Um, I wasn't taking it seriously. I was just you know playing with the crowd. I'm not sure if he was taking it seriously, but the guys around me were. But um, yeah, that was one of the weirdest things. Um, I've had yeah, interaction in the crowd. Um, I can imagine. 
Another was like uh, eating um, fish crackers uh, when, ah, I, yeah. when I ended up um, in, in, that in that section. <laughs> <laughs> like they section. fed you fish crackers. Yeah. yeah. While, while Sandata was chasing me. Have <laughs> 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 this, have this. Like, what, magic beans? Was <laughs> <laughs> this during Path of Gold? Path of Gold, yeah. Path of Gold, yeah. 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 And then he got whipped into yeah, Darley. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Darley. So um, I, I have to ask though, um, during that transition where uh, you know people are just cheering you nonstop, but you're trying so hard to get them to boo you, yeah. is that difficult? Like being in the ring and trying to get that reaction you want, and they're not giving it to yeah. you, even though it's technically a favorable reaction because they cheer you. Yeah. Is that difficult for you as a performer? Yeah, um, it's frustrating. Um, I come out there with all the intention for people to hate me, and it's like, whoa, let's go, Cheeto, let's go, Cheeto. And and I'm not sure if that's their way of booing me. There was a point in time when I was thinking, oh, that's how they're countering me. That's they're how that, that's you. they're messing with me. Oh. Um, but even then, I wasn't. I, I was feeling pretty down every every after match, um, every after show. I think the the whole network is 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 you know shares this sentiment. Um, we try our best to heal it up. Um, but, but no one buys it. But no one buys it. You know, they, they'll give us an occasional boo. Woo. I got a Chino sucks one time, um, but afterwards they started cheering me. I'm like, man. Um, but yeah, it's frustrating. Um, it it I, I come out with the intention, you know, to 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 be booed and to be hated. But you know, at the end of the day, you cannot control how people feel about you. Like if they don't want to feel anything about you, yeah, yeah. It's, I, know, it's, I think in that case, it's. You're clearly getting a positive reaction. So in that case, it's not something you're doing wrong. It really is a lot of things you're doing right. So at this point, you really have to default to the to the mindset that you really can't control how the people feel about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let booking rectify. It, no, not yeah. Booking rectify. Book Finally, rectify by turning yeah. face, if we can say that now, because clear the money, you turn oh. face. He's got a jacket now. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. blessed. A very nice blessed jacket. Yeah, a blessed jacket. But yeah, um, it's, I don't think you should beat yourselves up over it, especially if they're positively reinforcing you. I think uh, we're just too stuck on how we think we're supposed to get reactions or how we think the, our reactions are supposed to be. So um, you, you mentioned that but it's frustrating and after every show you'd feel down. Uh, you yeah. didn't get the reactions you wanted. I'm sure you can find it in some people, like people on the roster or yeah. the, the mentors of PWR. Now, what's the biggest lesson they've shared with regard to trying to remedy that or trying to work around that challenge? Ooh, wow. Um, uh, I, I speak to a lot of guys in PWR um, because True. I think, um, I mean, who can, who can you share this with, right? Um, I respect their opinion about matters, um, at least some of these guys. Um, and one of the main things that they've been sharing, uh, or one of the things that they've, they've been uh, telling me, is just keep at it. Um, I think I think Ro is right. It's not it's not a matter of what you're doing something wrong or doing something. Right. You're, you're really more doing something right. And and if people buy into that, then who are you to you know to not sell it to them? Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I'm just happy that to be to be completely honest, I'm happy that I have the reactions. But if I had to to like be, be very man to micromanage everything. It, I mean, I love to be booed uh, when I wanted to be booed. I want to be cheered and I want to be cheered. But where's the fun in that, right? Yeah. If if you can control everything, so yeah, you're getting something. You're getting a lot. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the Chino fans? 
Like the actual. Didn't we already stuff. talk about? The no, no, no. Fans? How much is your cut? What? <laughs> do you get? Do you get a cut? Do you get a? Cut? Are you trying to rekindle your view? <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just curious. Why? I'm just asking because we know that a certain section. Do you want a cut? Do you want a cut? Are you gonna give me a better rate? <laughs> I know a guy. Is that, is that uh, how you're asking me? I know a guy. No, no. Um, but but the, the the story behind the fans is uh, I wasn't at that one show. It's called PWR Mainit. Ironically, they Ironically, created, they, made they, they made fans for that, um, and I love the idea that they did. Talina. No, but they, they were using that as a chant for a while, diba? Chino fans. No, no, it's Chino pa. Ah, Chino pa. And Chino spat. What? Mm, correct. Chino's path. A path. Chino's path. Chino's path. So, yun. Um, so, they, they, made, they made the fans. Um, <laughs> I approached the guys who, who made the fans. Um, you know, if they wanted to do more, you know, I could gladly help them out promoting it. So, yeah. That's, that's the story behind it. Um, the second part. But, but for me, it's, it's, it's kind of fun because it's, it's merch that, you know, didn't come directly for me. It was an it's idea. Fan-made it, it, it's fan-made merch. It's fan-made Fans um, and and, and I lo- and I love the how ironic it sounded. Yeah, you know, it is. It Chino is. fans by Chino fans. fans. By fans. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, and it's funny because um, not it's not all the time that fan suggestions turn out to be something really golden, for lack yeah. of a better term, right? But it's just one of those Viable instances products. where things just come together in a very glorious way. Um, you mentioned Path of Gold earlier, and I want to ask about that experience. Because hey, you were the Iron Man of that match, having I think mm-hmm. you, you were number one, right? or number, number two, one, yeah. number one, number one, and you made it all the way to the end against Chris Panzers. First, of, uh, first of all, how was that on your cardio and on your stamina, having to last that long? Well, I wasn't last. I was in the final four. Um, final three. Final three. All right, final three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. my bad. But yeah, but but, but I get pretty much good in that end. Yeah, good in that end. Yeah. Um, guys, number two is Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <number> <laughs> Shout out to Sandara. <laughs> anyway, if you're uh, listening, um, yeah, uh, I think I think the company just really trusted me in a lot of things. Um, a year prior to that, um, I was in the the PHX Gauntlet match. Um, oh yeah, that was, you were the breakout star of that yeah, match that too. Match oh, too. thank you. Um, I think I think it was because of Sandata and Crystal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I remember. I remember the the heat that you got from from yeah. beating the crap out of Crystal, man. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Relished in that heat. Um, I was even doing Hogan poses, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess from that, because it was it, it was basically like two matches. I came in, I think fifth or fourth. During the, um, during the gauntlet. So I took on Sandata, then um, Crystal. Crystal then then the... the winner would then face on maps immediately oh. after the match. Oh, really so weird, actually. Really weird situation. I think it was really, um, the, well, circumstances, I guess. Um, but I think... I'm f- Battle Royale. Yeah, I think from there, it that's where I think the company kind of saw the that I could, you know, stay a bit more in terms of cardio. Um Right, and you worked that last that last leg injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you, you tweak your ankle. Uh, yes. Um, during the during the Sandata uh, match, I I I yeah, I tweaked my ankle uh, during a move. Um, during the ankle lock. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. But you did apply it afterwards, and it hurt like hell. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I worked that. Those matches uh, hurt. Um, it wasn't. 
at the end of it all, apparently I tore a ligament. Um, so I was out for for I think a month or two. Um, but yeah, um, I think I think from from hearing those stories um, and seeing that I was able to survive like that match, uh, two matches straight. Um, that's why they kind of gave me, you know, you know what? Maybe you can stay a bit longer, um, last longer a, bit, a bit more. Um, um, I think they also wanted to ride on on the uncertainty of, you know, because if you look at the final four, it was it was a former champion, um, um, Jake DeLeon. We had up and coming Chris Panzer. Um, we had also former champion Rap Bayashi. Yeah, and it was um, the Jabroni. Shinogito. <laughs> <laughs> so. So if you think about it, um, we, I mean, booking-wise, I guess, I, I, and this is speaking in a fantasy booker type of thing, um, I would put like the, an uncertain guy, like the dark horse. Mm. Um, um, but I, but I appreciate that the company, you know, gave me that 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 trust. Um, you know, even Bombay was was there. Was you know, he showed up last. Yeah, he showed minute. up last minute. Um, and you know, the, the trust for for these guys uh, for me. You know, to, to to put me over, they're really great. Um, so you mentioned fantasy booking. I just, I, I, you know, coming from last week's episode with Red, <laughs> do you have any aspirations to be a booker one day? Uh, um, mm, to be completely honest, yeah, uh, yeah, there is, um, but I don't think um, I would do so well as a booker. Um, <laughs> that's just me, okay. um, but but not in the near future, I guess. Um, um, but I'd like to try my hand in other things um, with with relations to to the to the industry, um, announcing maybe uh, being a referee. I, I think, you he mentioned you privately. Do... You know, he mentioned privately yeah. that he actually wants to get into commentary, and that's something oh, hey. I'm not opposed to uh, <laughs> opposed to doing with you. I mean, um, I know for a fact that you've had experience in broadcasting for you know, yeah. um, how, however long or short that may have been. So. Um, I, I'd like to think that would be that would be something fun. It's too, it's too said yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now let's let's talk about the work you do outside of outside of the ring. Okay. Um, no, no. Um, and, and this is something that, charity. No, no, no. no. <laughs> this is something that not a lot of people know, and and this is uh, the work that Chino does as one of the PR guys of the company. And, ah. Um, ah. And this is something that's actually been really inter- interesting to me because I've been helping out uh, in, in recent weeks. So how do you get put into that role where, you know, you go out of your way to essentially market PWR, get the, get the guestings and all yeah. that, try to arrange the media arrangements for, for the boys and the girls? How did that uh, role eventually get to you? Well, well um, uh, let's not be mistaken. I, I just recently like, got really heavy with it. Um, but um, I've been in the marketing industry for quite a while Marketing uh, I, I, yeah so I also do PR a bit of PR for the companies I work for um, and I felt that we were at the point at PWR was at a point in in time where um, it wasn't the it wasn't the new kid on the block anymore mm-hmm. um, so we needed to have like fresh flavor for it um, I guess actual it, teeth behind the marketing yeah and, and I was thinking that um, Maybe just you know sometimes it gets it, it gets you know you get burned out with with doing your your day, your day job. job yeah and it, it like it'd like yeah, to think true. about you know day how you do it if you were working for say something you really love and you know um I think yeah I think I, I've been putting in feelers helping out uh here now and then but not but not completely in a, like a full on role it's it, I still leave it up to say some of our more um pioneer guys uh were there but uh, lately, Stan has mentioned that I've been helping out a lot. Um, but because for me, um, 
uh, we, we need this. I mean, I mean, it's not just some uh, monthly thing we do. It's uh, not a gig. Yeah, it's not. It's not just a gig as well for mm. us. So it's a dream that we we we're living. And if I have this the skills or say the network. Hey. <laughs> For lack of a better term, there. No, no, that was the best. Word. <laughs> Pretty good. That got, that got me off. I've been trying to avoid this saying that word for a while, but um, I think you yeah. went the whole interview without saying it. Yeah, that's the first time. <laughs> um, so, Yon, um, uh, if, if I could help out, then why not? I mean, uh, it, it's it's not it's not a lot of effort actually pulling some strings. Um, I'm not necessarily. Uh, going out of my way uh, as as Tan has played it up, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm helping out um, because you know at the end of the day who would help us out? You know, I mean the fans are there, the revolutions there, um, but um, corporations have yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. So what do you feel about giving free tickets to influencers? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know there's some of the no, we don't. Right. We don't. Uh, people might misconstrue the laughter. Uh, yeah. I just want to clarify. <laughs> we actually are in support. We are in support. Because, of the you know, idea. Number you know, one. shit, man. I give away a lot of free shit. No, that, that's one. One is for yeah, all of us. All of us. <laughs> we understand the value of this act. But number two, yeah. there are two double meaning jokes to that. First, that someone was actually against the idea. And second, not all influencers are actually influencers. Ooh, the guy wow. who was against the idea is no longer with the company and is starting his own company to tank. So that kind of says a lot about his acumen. But on the second second point, on the second point, let me just say that not all who claim to be influencers are actually influencers, and Chino knows this firsthand. Yeah, if you put influencer in your bio, you're not an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Our friend Debbie Ten is actually an influencer. Yeah. She actually has it on her bio. Oh, does she? she she (laughs) Well, I don't visit her profile enough (laughs) then. I've never read her profile. Okay, yeah. anyway, go, yeah, uh, going yeah. back, anyway, to, the go back, going yeah. back uh, to the question. What's the question again? <laughs> How do you feel about influencers? Okay, a bit of marketing, I guess. A bit of yeah. PR talk. Well, I mean, giving away free stuff is not as, you know, as you, as you all say to be. I mean, of course, that's how casual we mention it. But, yeah. um, of course, um, giving people opportunity these to experience key, the, the key opinionated leaders <laughs> of, of the industry if you give them the necessary avenues to experience your product then maybe they can also talk about it so so that's user generated content uh, yeah organic <laughs> organic hey if it's organic don't panic so, yeah so yeah, I think I think it works, um, but not all the time, like Stan said. Um, but it it has to, you have to pick out the right influencers for your market for your product, and, and then the micro influencers who support yeah. those influencers yeah. mm-hmm. with frequency. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. this bullshit. I think I left work around like two hours ago. <laughs> so can we move on? From let's this move on from that. All right, all right, let's let's uh, move on from that question. Let's get back into the ring because I want to know uh, from your per, uh, from your perspective. Who is the wrestler you've had the easiest time working with? Ooh, wow. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't mean for it to be a loaded question, but yeah. you know, coming from one of the resident workhorses of PWR, this yeah. is something I've always wanted to know. Mm. Um, I mean, every, every, everyone I've worked with... Universe answer! Miss Universe answer! Calling you out! Calling you out! My BS, not you! Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone I've worked with, I had no problem. I mean, I mean, in ring, I guess. Yeah. I had no problem with them. I don't have problems out of the ring. But if there was. 
Well, <laughs> oh, bahan di pa ano? Di pa di pa hash out siya. But um, uh, I guess if there was one uh, top of mind, uh, would be Chris Panzer. Um, I wrestled him on my on Chino Gintos debut. Not on mm. a canon show, oh, yeah. uh, on a house what show. Yeah, this is house show in Academy. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the, no, the college yeah. show, the college show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the one for them, then. For yeah, for, for, yeah, for, 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 for the roster guys. So basically, that's where, that's also where Chino was first, you know, introduced to the public. I forgot what that was. Uh, that was, was the weekend little... before the November show. Yeah. Yeah. Yung in between, yung, the very short in between the October. October and then the quick Yes, because October out. comes right before November. So no, yes, was it was two weeks out. before the no, November no, show. I remember, I remember there was a quick third round. There was a PWR live show where uh, then there was an iAcademy show, show for and the iAcademy students. Yes. And then right it was a Saturday, then the next day it was a show. Show, yeah. So, yeah, um, uh, I think they were lacking some guys. Then they then if they needed someone to work uh, for that day. So I was like, oh, why not me? So... Um, Jimmy from from the roster <laughs> uh, put some word in for me. Um, I got booked. Then I found out I was going against Chris Panzer. Um, and it was you know smooth. Like like I worked with him also Suplex Sunday mm. for no hassles. I just felt bad that he got booed when he was against me. But um, um, everything he makes you look really good. I mean mm. he looks good himself. But you don't look necessarily ugly next to him. Both, you know, look, both, both moves wise. Moves wise and your look. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Chris Panzer, I guess, would be would be my, my top guy I love to work with. All right. Um, another thing that I I've actually been interested in is is your goals as a wrestler, as a character, as a performer. What is uh, your goal as Chino Ginto? Like, um, what's the furthest you want to reach? I, I guess at this point in time. Uh, I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that I wanted to reach a PWR championship. You know, um, I know I have the PHX championship now, um, and who knows, I might be the first ever dual wielder of the championships. But um, um, yeah, that's an end goal. I mean, be at the top of of of, of PWR uh, as a champion. Um, it 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 represents a lot about you know. What you've done in the ring, I guess, um, and I think that's why I'm al- I'm also here at my at, at the stage that I'm the PHX champion. All right, uh, let's let's be honest. People have been heaping praise on you. Um, that's why you get cheered all the time, despite you know working to get a, a different reaction. Uh, Rafe Bartholomew, uh, yeah. international writer, has called you a Acclaimed. rock star. Oh yeah, uh, has called you one of his favorite and uh, favorite characters, right? Uh, yeah, Billy Swade has called you a rock star. Oh wow, did he? I think so. Yes. So my that? question, no, he he called you that in private. Anyway, ah. uh, oh, my man. question, I guess, is: Do you feel any pressure right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> my family, <laughs> my family. Um, no, no, family uh, no, no. Actually, uh, it, it's ironic because I think uh, I. I I love to perform. Uh, I love to be in front of people. Um, you know, be able to showcase what I can do, whether it be hosting, um, uh, you know, speaking here, or say, you know, wrestling. Um, but I've always been a guy who was, you know, who would always get stage fright, who would always get uh, afraid of, you know, get, you know, fucking things up. Um, I always have pressure on me. 
Um, I always feel that I always keep in my mind that maybe this time is when people will start, you know, getting you know, get wiser and saying, eh, he's not even that special. Yeah. And and I always <gasps> I always have that I always have that that in my mind. That's why each time we come out, I try my best, you know, to one up my previous per, uh, performance. Oh, yeah. um, and, and and this is more not not just me as Chino Gito as a wrestler, but this is really me as you know, Chino Gito as a person. It's true. It's true. It's true. So yeah, so, yeah. Um, is there a routine that you go through like right before you hit the curtain or on show days? <laughs> oh God! Is there something you do to psych yourself up? Uh, yeah. Um, it's kind of embarrassing to say, but um, when I'm in Gorilla, um, <laughs> what do you listen to? Like S Club Seven. What? Well, there ain't no party like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, no. Um, three matches before my match, or like a couple of matches before I, I come on, um, I stand in Gorilla, already like facing the curtain, and I just watching. whisper. No, I'm not even watching. I just whisper one thing to myself. Best wrestler here. You're the best wrestler here. And that's why I always psych. That's how I psych myself up. Um, it's like what thirty minutes, twenty minutes. <laughs> You're the best wrestler, yeah. yeah. And and you know, and and it helps a lot when they come out and I I act like I'm on the shit. I mean, Power of positivity. Yeah, uh, I can't come out there as Chino Ginto wearing my double pop collars and my shades and come out like, hi guys. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I psych myself up. Um, yeah, that works for me a lot. When you go out there and uh, after, after the show, but it's, it's meet and greet, and yeah. you know people are a bit more loose, both the performers yeah, yeah. and the fans. Um, how do you approach them, or how do they approach you? Oh, I love this question. Um, when I started out, no one approached me. Like, no? I, like no. I would, I would oh, yeah. see, them, yeah. I would see them and like look at me with their disdainful looks and like, Ooh, yeah, it's that guy. It's your brownie with three colors. Still, still wearing his polos. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then and I would sit with 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 James and and, <laughs> and whoever and was Bruno, um, and and we would be people would come up to us. So you could have a photo, and we're like, no, we have to pay in first. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but it's been surprising because the past show, uh, Revolution X, was the first time I think. Because um, because uh, gradually like had like a couple of guys come up mm-hmm. and we have a photo, but Revolution X. Um, I guess because of me winning the PHX championship, I'm not sure. Um, it's part of it. Yeah, part of it. But people were were, were falling in line, and, and it's kind of funny because I was I was embarrassed for for them. Mm. Like, why would I fall in line for for you know a guy like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag humble. So I'm so whispering, best wrestler ever. Take the pictures. No. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, uh, it, it's it's funny, but uh, it, it's changed then. Yeah. But it, it's also humbling at the same, all at the same time, mm. uh, that people recognize you for your work. Um, and and these are like random people who come up to you and say, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna watch your next show. Can't wait for you to win that belt. Finally, justice for Chino." And and you know, you know, brings tears to my eyes. Actually. <laughs> so now um, every Sunday at boot camp, you're one of the more frequent guys on the <laughs> roster who attends, right? Uh, he's a fixture. He's a fixture. Yeah, yeah, he he's a fixture at boot camp. Um, do the younger guys, the boot campers, do they go up to you and do they ask for advice? Do they look to you as like a mentor, a veteran mentor? Uh, is is that uh, something that actually goes on every Sunday? 
Uh, wow, interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a fixed fixture uh, for one. Um, I, I, yeah, no, I, you show up. You show up a lot earlier than. True. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, but yeah, no, 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 but but basically, I'm just saying that uh, I'm not I'm not as how you play it out to be. But uh, I try my best to be in boot camp to train every single week. I try my best. Um, so you can only get better, right? Um, to answer Stan's question, um, not 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 a lot of guys, I guess. It, it takes it takes also a lot for someone to come up to you for you to come up to someone and say, "Hey, can you help me out with my skills?" Or what do you think about what I've done? Um, I, I don't think I'm the go-to person for that, um, and, and, and for me, it's fine, but whenever I get some boot campers come up to me, even roster guys who would, you know, ask for my opinion, you know, I'll give, I'll give my, you know, give my, my, my help, my support, how I see it, and how I can work on it. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, if the guys beside you is not as good as you are, then why even bother, right? Uh, everyone in the same room as we are. Should be you know at the same level as as a performer, as as their in ring skills, as their promos even. So yeah, I believe in that. That you know I can't. Not one guy can be like an AJ Styles and everyone is what. Uh, I don't know. I I don't want to compare anyone. <laughs> um, but but you get what I mean. Yep. Um I I I'd like to help out everyone, but I won't go out of my way and you know. Sometimes I try, but uh, I don't want to be spurned. You know, last one like, oh yeah, bang naman ito helping me out. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Now, um, I guess one of the last few questions as we wind down. Sure. Now. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the, the wrestling landscape here in the Philippines, especially if you've been oh, if you've been uh, <laughs> keeping your well, posts or if you've been keeping tabs on <gasps> the local wrestling industry. You've noticed yeah. that. PWR is no longer alone. You, you yeah. said it yourself, we're no longer the little engine that could. Yeah. Uh, even though in many ways, we still are. Mm-hmm. With the emergence of MWF and now AOW, mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the local wrestling industry just having these different promotions existing, coexisting yeah. together? Um, I'm always a believer that competition um, is, is best for business. Um, the more competitors you have, the more, you know, uh, the more it, it gets better for you because more diversity more, yeah more more eyeballs on the product more you know people can get compared they jump and you know they shift back and forth and 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 that you can speak, say that about any other industry actually any mm-hmm. other product um personally um i I'm, i don't have a problem with it um i like that there is competition because i think i'm really a person that is driven by that um you know like the way I psych myself up, I always have to make myself to be the best, because that's how I think about it. Um, how, why why be the best if you're the only one, right? So so the way I approach it is uh, it's a competition for me. Um, you know who's a better promotion, who's a better wrestler. Um, but but at the end of the day, the more if if a couple more sprout up and they do well, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for these guys already existing. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think MWF has had a show um, and coming up, coming up with another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched their, the I watched their, um, uh, their history, history convention. Gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Show. Yeah. yeah well, I, I was there. Uh, I scouted. Um, <laughs> that, that early on. <laughs> that early on. <laughs> uh, I watched them. Um, Do you yeah. plan on watching the next one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I've seen a couple of guys who, uh, supporting us as well. Uh, in Revolution X, uh, so why not extend the same to them? You know. Yeah, yeah. We did. Alice and I did. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I couldn't go at the time, but I, I'd love to attend, actually, uh, the next June one, too. June 11th. Yeah, yeah. I've actually blocked it off on my calendar, so... Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, you mentioned that competition is something that's actually good. Yeah. But, you know, taking into consideration how the local culture is with regard to competition, it's either kapamilya ka or kapuso ka, <laughs> Or globe ka or smart. Or yeah. Right? Or barangay hinebra ka or talk and text. It, it's always got to be one economy. over the other. It's and it's Alaska, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but but I, I love the Hinebra yeah. Talking Tech series. Anyway, anyway. You, you get what I'm trying yeah, to say, yeah. but you always have to pick something. You can't be a fan of both, yeah. or you can't be a fan of neither. Yeah. It's always got to be, you have to pick one side. So what are your thoughts on that, uh, being very per, uh, persistent, in, or very consistent and persistent in our culture? Sure. Uh, ooh. I've never. This is the toughest question I've had tonight. Um, Cause I have to comment a lot on culture and and how because it's a big problem for me. Uh, not, not not necessarily a problem, but it's a big you know issue. Yeah, thing for me for for some Filipinos to think certain ways about certain things. Um, maybe it's the passion talking. It's 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 not about preference anymore. Like you said, it's not it's not being a fan of one thing. It's it's like throwing yourself into it. So like with how say Camus with his warriors and. And, and you with your Celtics um, and and me with me being the best wrestler um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but 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 you know what I mean um, I, I, I can't really speak a lot for for the general public because I don't think um, and this is not elitist thinking whatsoever but I don't think I belong in how the general mindset thinks I think I'm more of in in uh, an alternative mindset. Of so, mas open-minded ka. Hey. hey! I walked right into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did, sir. Yeah. That's how you got into the spot the first place. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yun, uh, for me, it, it's it's no worry if you prefer something. Uh, if if you want to bash another the other thing, uh, that's really more on you. But It I reflects think on you. It reflects on you as a person and, the, and what you represent and what you're a fan of. Mm-mm. So if you say la, na, British wrestling, <laughs> I like British wrestling. Um, I'm just not a fan of the format. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> um, but and hmm. in, in how other people you know claim it to be the best style ever. But uh, people can like certain things, and and I respect that. Um, you should like my double pop colors because people respect that. So mm-hmm. so no problem with that. All right. Um, any other questions from you guys before we wrap it up? I'm good. Uh, he answered my Miss Universe question, so I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I guess uh, before we close things off, um, if, if there's one parting message you have for the fans, until, at least until your next podcast appearance, what's next for Chino Gito? Or what are you shooting for in the immediate future? Mm-hmm. I guess... Um... Ooh, wow. Wow. Uh... Only one person came to mind. Actually, it's 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 James. Uh, <laughs> James. James. Uh, James. At this point in time, um, I mean, calling him idol, I don't think is you know appropriate. It's not kosher. Uh, for for me at least. Um, but I think I think I I, I want to be clear with certain things. You know you know hash things out. I'm I'm not sure. James. <laughs> but but like I said, I've been. Have you spoken to James at all since RevoX? No, no. He's been coursing through Mel. Uh, <laughs> oh God. I don't know who the championship with him. Like, that, that, was, that was Mel that was Mel taking action yeah yeah when, when, when it got wow. back Mel went up to me because Mel is one of my my closest um, confidants in the network in the network okay. yeah 
But at this point, if you have a boss like that, I'm sure the HR would definitely be the biggest Info. confidant. Oh, yeah. HR. That's what you would have. <laughs> so, yeah. See Mel. Um, so, I, I went up to, to Mel. Uh, then, you know, Mel believes in being fair naman. So, mm-hmm. so Mel got the belt for me. Uh, belt back. So, at the much, I know, you know, para din fun din for the fans at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to clear things out, you know, if, if if James wants to be back at the network, you know, just straight up. But he can't have the PHX championship. He has to earn it. So, yeah. Sorry, babe. It's a phenomenal question. Since it's been a while since we've had you on the podcast and, you know, between then and now, what's the biggest lesson you've learned in in that time since? Since, you know, you won the championship, mm-hmm. you, you got it over in a, in a huge way. So, yeah. You've had a character arc. Most basically. memorable. Oh, yeah. Most memorable lesson. <laughs> Most important lesson you've learned. I guess um, it's just just uh, no, uh, just believe in yourself. I guess. I mean, it's cliche as it may sound. Um, best wrestler ever. Best wrestler ever. Best wrestler ever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alam mo tama ASMR. Yeah, just believe in yourself. I mean, I mean, I I, I came out there uh, when he started as a as you know as a Johnny franchise Johnny Ayala. Uh, up to me being a jobber, up to me being the golden boy, um, the golden boy, uh, downline lang ako, um, and I believed, and now I'm the PHX champion. <laughs> <laughs> now you're hashtag blessed. Oh, hashtag yeah. blessed. Um, yeah, um, just believe in it. Um, have faith in you know in yourself, in your skills, and what you can do, and your potential. Just don't drink the hype that you have. Just just work on what you have. Um, yeah, uh, and it helps a lot, I guess. Uh, and you know, everyone can be you know who they want to be, whether it be a PHX champion or Mel from HR, or, or a guy who wears three polos, or three polos and a jacket. Um, yeah. All right, uh, there you have it. The Golden Boy Chido Ginto, your PHX champion. He'll be defending against former champion Peter Versosa this Sunday at PWR Live Rest Back. Thanks again, Chino, for doing this. Thank you very much, Stan, Roe, not Camus. Um, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> All right. They won't hear the handshake. <laughs> Thanks once again to Chino Ginta for coming on the SGP podcast. That was a great interview. And I'm sure we can expect another solid match from him this Sunday at PWR Live Rest Back. It's May 28th. At the Photon Showroom, Pasong Tamo Extension, Makati City. Tickets are still available and you can buy them at the discount rates of 350 pesos for singular tickets. Message and for any one of us on social media for that. I trust this man to carry the former champion. To watch <laughs> okay, I will not go further. Uh, the Barcada Bungalow is still for sale, by the way. Three oh, yeah, tickets. Yeah, yeah. For 999 pesos, and of course, at the gate, if you want to buy there, it, really, it's no loss to us. 400 pesos oh. per ticket, so by all means, however you want to buy the tickets, doesn't really matter. If you want to get the discounts, though, just ask us. You can tweet us, send us a message. We are on social media, both PWR and um, you know, all, the, all the individual personalities that are involved in the company. Uh, one last thing, you can actually buy the tickets at Kramer Toy Warden over at Chopsville and UP Town Center at Pauline's Printing. I have no idea where that is. <laughs> at the appraisery uh, at, at Kubao Expo. I know where that is. And at Wingman at the Collective in yeah, Maluga, yes. which is also a very sketchy place. Not really. Not really. Yes, it's, it's, it's a sketchy place. It's at not. Have it's you right, seen a car it's get right totally across. blasted? Right outside the collective. Yeah, no, I have. no, no, no. You've seen blasted cars because there's an impound depot right across No, no, no. It. These are cars that are like the, the windshields and the windows were smashed in. 
and the car was right next to my car. So that could have been my car. That is my hood. That is our hood. hood yeah. So it is it's not, not sketchy. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Side totally of the sketchy. Hood. You can't call it not sketchy just because you live there. It's right. No, it's right beside the PNP uh, depot for impounding. Oh, and the police are not sketchy. Really, in this no, time. Shut up, Kamas. They totally are. Anyway. Someone did die on that street. Someone did die on that street. Okay. So yes, that is sketchy. <laughs> it's someone, just one guy. Someone did get hanged on that street. So yeah, you yeah. can't tell me that's not sketchy. Anyway, um, <laughs> let, let's get our picks of the week. The wigs are good. Go shut, for the wigs. Shut up, Kamas. Well, go let's, uh, go, let's get our picks of the week. I'll start first. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate for the UK Championship. Amazing match all match around. Match of the year candidate, hands down. Yeah, I would say it's a match of the year candidate. matches... In, in that card were match of the year candidates. But um, I, I guess that that match itself, um, it, wow. it wasn't done justice given its spot on the card, but then again, given the load of the show entirely, you can't blame anyone for having arranged it's it. That it's, it's, it's the UK Championship and they don't have their own show yet. Yeah. The way na, uh, you know, Pete Dunne ended up winning the UK Championship reminds me of how Brian Kendrick won the title and had to like uh, drop it to Rich Swan when 205 Live premiered. Uh-huh. Mm. Parang just to build the buzz. But I don't care. Uh, the, the, the mere fact that both guys went out there and showed the world everything they were capable of just really made me happy to see that you know, these guys had a lot to offer. Plus the fact that they're both very young. Under 25. Under 25. The both, both of them. My God. It's like, uh, it's like watching Giannis at work. Like, there were two Giannises at, uh, on the same team. So I loved it. Giannis versus Giannis. Yeah. Great match. Great match. Okay. Uh, my pick of the week is the main event from that take over Authors of Pain versus DIY. Um, not just, I mean, not just the ending. The ending was great. The, you could see how specious I was at the start. But... I do have to admit that I haven't seen great ladder matches. A ladder match that brutal. That brutal, like with actual breaking of ladders. Yeah. And the wild spots, my God. And for DIY to go out on that type of a note, the very good way to go out. What? No, as a team. As Why? Last match together. It was very nice. What? I liked it. Do you know how they really went out? With someone breaking someone else's heart? How is that a good way to go out? No, if that's the last match as a tag team, it's We're a very good match to have. Fine. Alright, my pick of the week is uh, the NIC Championship match between Rui Tatami. I was going to go for the uh, UK Championship match first, but then um, this match is more underrated because, one, it's Bobby Rui and it's kind of slow. But... Do you know or have, can we talk about how good Hideo Itami has gotten? Oh my god! Under under you know oh, the the, the, the paradigm. Oh, uh, vast improvement. Yeah, from- yeah, yeah. Here's a guy who came from all the way from Japan, where they wrestle a completely different style, and you know with enough time. I mean, he had a lot. He of had time. a lot of time, and he Next had a lot of injury, downtime. Yeah. Uh, he finally gets how to you know how to do the the Western style right. And damn, but I'm, if this guy can get it, then it's clear that they called up Shinsuke Nakamura a little too early. No, but he... he what it so done, Let's be honest, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Ziggler versus Nakamura backlash was good, but it's still clear in the... He he's doesn't still finding, it. Yeah, he's still finding his footing on how exactly he should be doing the WWE kind of match. That would you know be great. That would be a good watch. Uh, it's a completely different story in Japan, but... Uh, here he's he's you know a little lost or you know it's not gelling as well as it should. Oh, wala pa siya dyan. Di pa planchado that. But you have to give it going back to Itami. 
my God. It just feels it feels like he's finally settled in just right, in the right role. Yes. And then the next step is either he wins it or, I don't know, he gets called up. Well, now he's going all around to Mabayashi. Yeah. True. You can now say that, you know, that he stole from us. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. Japanese guy goes crazy after losing. Now that I've sounds familiar. That before. I've had to restrain one. But you know what? This is one of the rare weeks when you can't just take the picks of the week or our picks of the week as is because there was re- there was really a lot of good wrestling. A lot of good wrestling this week, um, and we haven't even mentioned SmackDown this week or Two Hundred Five Live or Raw or NXT, uh, NXT which happens uh, today when when the podcast is uploaded, basically yes. today. Um, so really, there's so much good wrestling this week. It was a great week to be a wrestling fan. Do yourself a favor, catch Backlash, catch um, Takeover Chicago. Start from there, and and if you have some time to catch the UK special, I think there's about one or uh, there's at least a couple of really solid matches there too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, speaking of the UK title match, just one back thing, Jr. calling that match was nice. Yeah, even though it, it, it has it has a little element, it's not it's not the biggest deal, but then it's worth mentioning. Jr. I miss him. Yeah, we we miss him. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of like watching Kobe in his declining years now. <laughs> He's clearly not the same. But I guess you want to watch There's it for the nostalgia factor. There's still something special. Factor. There's still something special. Yeah, you, you, you watch it for the nostalgia factor. I was happy that he was there. But, you know, it, um, it wasn't something as mind-blowing as, say, Peak Morrow. Oh, yeah. Or Peak JR, right? Yeah. Anyway, I guess that brings us to the end of episode 167 of the SGP podcast. So on behalf of our special guest, Chino Ginto, your PHX champion, on behalf of Ro and Raf, Stancy over here, telling you to stay woke. Well, that's not, you know, the same line we close with. So I'm just going to say, sit down. Be humble. But really, do stay woke in these uh, hard times. But also sit down and be humble. Glorious. No, I won't give in. I won't give in till I'm victorious. And I will defend. I will defend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.